Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the WLG Discussion Lab podcast, a platform initiated by Whaling Gallery, where we share insights and hold conversations surrounding contemporary art. On this special episode, I will be talking to the director of the gallery herself, Lim Whaling, on the new exhibition, A Hundred Pieces, Art for All, held at Whaling Contemporary, the Garden Mall from the 1st to 12th May 2021. The show brings together a curation of a hundred pieces of artworks by established and upcoming artists from Malaysia and internationally. Their works evoke themes surrounding the reality and environment that we live in, such as nature, gender issues, self-identity, people and society, among others. Isn't that exciting? What makes it even more interesting is that for the first time ever, Whaling Gallery holds an exhibition in which all the artworks are prized not more than 10,000 Malaysian ringgit, making it a perfect opportunity for those who would like to start their own collection. Hi, Weiling. Thank you for being here with us today. Thanks for having me, Mandy. So tell us, Weiling, what inspired you to initiate this exhibition, 100 Pieces Art for All? Um, well, see, Mandy, I think a lot of the time uh, people make an assumption that uh, artworks, perhaps at our gallery space, are very, very highly priced, which is not true. So we wanted to do this exhibition to sort of debunk, debunk that myth, right? Um, and that, you know, you, you can come into the gallery and you can look at artworks um, by artists who are both established, such as Ivan Lam, Anuranja Jagadeva, Yao Biling. You can, you can collect works by these artists for 10,000 ringgit or below. All right. And then there are also um, works by very interesting, emerging, cutting edge, younger artists uh, who, you know, who you'd be able to discover through this exhibition. So we, we felt it was a really um, interesting way to juxtapose yeah. established and young, young emerging artists mm. together in one exhibition um, and to allow people to experience um, th- this wide range of artworks in one space. I think this is the first time we've had so many artworks hanging in the, in, in the gallery at one time. Everything from artworks on the wall, to the sculptures, to hanging installations, prints, you're going to see it all. So it's really quite exciting, wow. yeah. right? So in some ways, I suppose, yeah, it's been, it's been likened to a mini art fair. So I suppose mm-hmm. in some ways it is, right? So are there really a hundred pieces in the gallery? I mean, that sounds like a lot. How are these works displayed in the, in the gallery space then? Well, I think, you know, the curators, um, of the show did a really fantastic job by um, grouping the works together um, according to themes and young artists works are, are sitting next to very established artists works but you know and the styles are also different but somehow there is um, there's, there's a unit there's a unity there's a, the unifying factor I think is that each and every artwork here is by an artist who's got something to say yeah. about a particular issue and there's a very strong messaging in each work. So whoever visits the gallery, there's a story to be behind each work. And you've got to speak to the curators. And that is why we're doing the guided tour. There's going to be a guided tour every Saturday. So, you know, it is, people can come in for that tour free of charge. And I think one of the other things that was really important for this exhibition is that 
we want people to feel comfortable in coming to the exhibition to learn about the artworks and the artists, mm -hmm. you know, and not feel threatened or not feel intimidated. So this is a very open platform for that. And the guided tours are a really wonderful entry point. Okay, and back to the choice of artists. Um, I noticed that there are some young and upcoming talents, as you said also, as part of the show. For example, there's Anas Afandi, Zhang Zalai, Anwar Suhaimi, Alia Hatta and Shika. What's your reason for wanting to include these young voices? Okay. And why them? <laughs> okay, so obviously the, the names you've mentioned, um, Amanda, are artists who um, have participated in and are going to be participating in um, our WLG Incubator Art Program. And this is a program that we set up last year. It was last year, 2020, was our inaugural um, WLG Incubator Program where um, the, art, the gallery sends out invitations to um, 15 to 20 artists who've been identified as the next um, group of exciting people working in the art world. Mm -hmm. Um, they're invited to submit their portfolios and then there's a selection process that happens and then the artists are shortlisted and then we invite them for interviews and finally we make a decision about you know who but two or three on two or three artists whom we feel would yeah. fit well with our mentorship program mm -hmm. so last year Ivan Lam was our mentor for the two young artists and this year Anurendra Jagadeva will be the mentor for three three young artists so we're very excited about that and so we've included works from these five artists because we feel that they are the new voices and the new faces to look out for so it's really exciting to to be able to include them in this exhibition thank you Wailing. such an exciting program and speaking of artists what do you actually look for in an artist i think even from the very beginning um you know when we started collecting when Johan and i started our collection private our own collection um it was really important for us to show, when I started to I would only show artists whose works I would collect personally. Because I think that, you know, in the beginning, that when we started almost 20 years ago, I didn't have that much to go on, but I knew that, that, was, that I, had, you know, I had that conviction that if I believed in something enough and I would put my money where my mouth was, then I would show them. Okay, now, obviously this is, my collection has evolved with time, right? And, um, and um, now, when I think about representing an artist, or when I look out for an artist to represent in the gallery, it is obviously an artist that I believe enough that I would collect, right? But so when I, what, do you, what do we look out for uh, in representing an artist? Mm. I think the most important thing is the sincerity, the commitment, um, that they've got there's this true sort of urge to say something to bear witness to um, the times through which they live um, to be able to back their works up it's not just about being able to make a, a beautiful artwork but it's being able to share the mm, stories and to share the the um, the reasons behind why those works were created and to be able to defend the work if anyone were to sort of ask questions about it. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm really looking for artists who are truly committed and 
whom I know are only answerable to themselves. Mm-hmm. But what does that mean, right? Answerable yeah. means to themselves means that they're really true to, to their work. And yeah. so no one can really sway them in mm-hmm. any direction. So if they're going to be making something, even, I mean, I, as a gallery, I would never dream of, of directing or giving guidance to, I mean, show, telling an artist what to make or... Of course. Yeah. Right? Um, but they need to believe in they, their own work. Exactly. So they have to be able to stand up mm-hmm. to anybody, whether it's a collector or whether it's a gallery owner, to say, no, this is what I want to do and nothing's going to change that. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking for artists with, uh, that we believe in and who've got conviction in themselves and who don't compromise. Thank you, Weiling. And since we're talking about art collecting, right, when did you yourself start your own collection? I think the, the, the answer to this, Amanda, is a, lies in two levels. Um, the first artwork I ever collected on my own um, was when I was a student, an art student in Australia. And I really admired the works of one of my uh, fellow graduates. And so during the graduation show in Australia, I bought one of his paintings. Um, and that painting um, now sits in, um, in, in, in a in our in my friend's place in Sydney because I, I didn't bring it back with me but I think that painting still exists um, but in terms of when Johan and I started collecting seriously um, it's probably happened about 20 ooh 25 years ago wow, yeah okay. I know such, such a long time <laughs> now it doesn't seem time. that long ago actually yeah. um, and the first serious piece of art what we bought then was a Khalil Ibrahim painting Okay, and okay. Um, at that time, I was very taken by Khalil Ibrahim because as a child, I used to go to um, my parents' friend's home and they were avid art collectors mm. and great patrons of the arts. Mm. And they had collected quite a lot of Khalil Ibrahim's work as well as Ibrahim Hussein. And um, Khalil's image of those, the figures, the sort of block, the block colours of figures on, on a sort of plain background really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And so when something like that sort of came up for sale 25 years ago, right, um, Johan and I sort of said, well, let's do it. And I remember we paid in three instalments to pay, get oh, the painting because yeah. we were starting out and we, we really wanted it, but we, we, did, we, we didn't have the money to sort of pay for everything up front. So we broke it down to three payments and we really enjoyed that artwork. Okay, thanks for sharing. Well, it's a, <laughs> such a personal story also, right? Um, so do you, do you keep on collecting um, the works from this artist, from this particular artist, Khalil Ibrahim? Well, we did a little bit, but mm-hmm. I, think, I think one's collecting evolves with time as one changes and one grows. You know, what I might have collected 25 years ago, I may not collect today. Okay, I see. Because yeah. it's, a, it's a journey. Of course. Our lives are, not, are never stagnant. Yeah. Um, just like artists' lives should never yeah. be stagnant. And thus, artworks so and style should evolve. never stagnate. Artists have to evolve. And you yeah. yourself, you evolve. And of course, we all evolve as human yeah. beings. We're evolving mm-hmm. and changing all the time. And I'm sure that some of our listeners here have never collected any artwork before. Um, so any tips that you can share with us of the things to consider when collecting art for the first time? It's a big well, question. Of course, it's a big question. And of course, it's a long, I could give you a very long answer. But 
I think, okay, number one, the first thing one must do is obviously you've got to like, you've got to love that artwork because you've got to live with it. Yeah. <laughs> All right? <laughs> um, I would, from, from experience, one would, should collect an artwork where you know the value is about the right value, market value, and that mm. you know that there's going to be residual value. That means if you decide that you tire of this work after two years, that you can okay. sell it for at least the price you bought it for. Mm -hmm. I think that's very important. Mm. Yeah, right? It so it's, it's very important to establish where the artist is exhibiting, where, where they've shown before, what are the prices they're also transacted at, how many artworks they make, whether, they, you know, whether the artist um, has evolved over the years. Or if they're starting out, then it's fine. I mean, you, 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 it's like you're, you, you, you're, trying, you're, trying, you're, you're backing like a, a young artist, then buy what you like. And if, as long as you're not paying crazy amounts of money for it, enjoy it. Yeah. Right? Enjoy the process. Right? So I think that's basically... And also, I think it's important to uh, find out what the messaging is behind the artwork. Mm. Why has an artist made that work? Because at the end of the day, an artist should really be creating something that's authentic to themselves, right? That's that means true. there has to yeah. be a reason why they're making it. And it's not just because, oh, I can put some paint on canvas or paint on paper and I call it an artwork. That, I don't call that art. Yeah, it's not just about making beautiful things. Yeah, so it's, it's, that's not the point. Yeah, it's about being, yeah, sort of being really sort of um, sincere yes. in the output. Thank you, Wailing, for the fruitful conversation on the exhibition 100 Pieces Art for All and for sharing your inspiring story of collecting artworks. Before we end this episode, is there any last thing that you would like to say to our listeners? Remember that art should be alive because if you're alive, things are changing and they're evolving, they're growing. Nothing is the same. The only time when things are stagnant is when you're dead. Ladies and gentlemen, 100 Pieces, Art for All. For those of you who have not seen the show, please do not hesitate to book an appointment by calling Wailing Contemporary or emailing wailinggallery.amanda at gmail.com. We also have, as Wailing said, free guided tours every Saturday and Sunday at 2 p.m. So if you'd like to know more about the artworks and have the curators guide you through all of the artworks in the show, do not hesitate to book an appointment for the guided tours. Thank you for listening and see you on our next episode. Thank you for listening to our podcast. On our next episodes, we will be sharing more topics related to art and collecting. So be sure to follow us to find out more. See you!